We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hey, friends. Happy almost New Year. We are taking a little time off for the holidays, so we are going to re-release an episode from Behind the Paywall. And this is one that we truly adore. This is our Besting Each Other episode with June Diane Raphael and Casey Wilson. And these women are absolute powerhouses. They are so funny, so talented, and they have such an inspiring friendship. You know and love Casey from Happy Endings, Black Monday, The Shrink Next Door. And June is on Grace and Frankie, Big Mouth, and Everything's Trash. And both of them are on Home Economics, and it was an absolute joy to have them on set. You can hear us learn about how astrology signs can help you understand your friendship better, why a stripper at a baby shower is the best present, and how loving your friend means asking them to speak louder so you can hear them. Enjoy this episode, and we will see you in the new year. Okay, this segment is called Besting Each Other. Right now, Sashir's at an audition, so I'm flying solo for a hot second. And our guest, you know her from Happy Endings, Mrs. Fletcher, always be my baby, Black Monday family guy, champagne ill, Heathers, atypical American dad, ooh, so many things. It's Casey Wilson! What an <laughs> intro. I'm going to raise my energy level. You don't have to. I okay. have energy for days. Days. It's exhausting. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I'm happy in. I have a friend. <laughs> it's nice to have a friend. At the end of the day, it is. Yeah. Some people will tweet us that they wish they had a best friend. Well, and that makes me sad. Me too. They'll find someone. Well, your best friend is June Diane Raphael. 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 <gasps> I've been saying it wrong for years. Look, you know, that's something I know about my best friend. You know, <laughs> how it shows how close we are. Name. Yeah, Raphael. Oh, uh, Raphael. It's not intuitive because it's, of course, spelled. It's spelled Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, and Raphael. I am Wilson. Wilson? Yeah. Casey Wilson? Mm -hmm. I love it. All right, Casey, where did you two meet? We met in a clown class at Wait, NYU. Wait, really? Yes. But like, uh, you know, like old-timey clowning? Mm -hmm. Like with red noses and weird costumes at NYU a sophomore year. What is a clown class? It's so entail. strange. It's like you can't talk. It's not like birthday party clowns. Like you mm -hmm. have to get in this thing called the Ring of Fire where like you can't get out for three <laughs> hours unless the whole <laughs> class laughs and you just like want to jump out a building. Whoa. Yeah. So they make you, so the class stands around you. They are the Ring of Fire? They are the Ring of Fire. And if anyone tries a fake laugh to be friendly, the teacher is like, no. <gasps> so we met there. My God. My God. Do you remember the longest you were in the Ring of Fire? You know, I will say June and I weren't in there as long as others, but a, a poor friend was mm -hmm. in there for honestly, it felt like three hours. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's tough. tough. I know. It's tough to get a belly laugh from every single person. But NYU, this is Tish. Yeah. Prestigious. So it's so, hard. You know, they know what to do to humiliate everyone <laughs> and leave you dignity less. <laughs> I love it. What is your favorite memory from traveling together? 
Okay. So at my bachelor <laughs> my bachelorette party in Palm Springs, all the girls had gone out the first night and June organized the party and mm-hmm. everyone like looked cute. You know, we went to Mexican and dancing. And the next night was another dinner. And the morning of we're all in the pool or like afternoon and June clinks a glass. Mm-hmm. Now these are friends from home, you know, like they don't all know her. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like 13 girls. And June's like, guys, I, I need to address everyone, which is strange uh-huh. to begin with. And she's like, I have to say I wasn't loving the way everyone presented <laughs> themselves last night. And I'm like, my heart is just stopping. And she's like, I didn't feel the energy fields were as high as they could be, nor the, you know, basically like no one brought it. She's like, I'm asking for something different tonight. I want you to rummage through bags. If you have to borrow things, if you have to go mm-hmm. to the gift shop, just let's try a bit harder tonight. And everybody's like, like people keep thinking my friend from home is like a teacher is like, is she joking? And she wasn't. And, but let me tell you, mm-hmm. did people bring it that night? And did we ultimately have... A better time, yeah. But it was a shock. I honestly love that. I mean, it's bold. It's bold. It is, because it is. I think it's hard for your friends from home who meet a friend from where you live now, L.A., yes. who's in the industry. I think it might be, like, a little intimidating. And but then also, for that person to say, like, I don't like what you were wearing. <laughs> but also, I love it because it's like, yeah, it's your bachelorette. Everyone should be bringing their A game. Right. And you know? she felt they weren't. And when I tried to sneak up to her, because I'm such a people pleaser and she's much more, like, boundaries mm-hmm. and will just say, I was like, you know, one girl kind of feels like she only brought cover-ups. And June goes, who? <laughs> like, bring her to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a quite a moment. I love that. What is your favorite thing about June? I think my favorite thing about June is she is so kind of forthright, and she's such a confident, strong person, truly, but is also so much fun. You know, Mm -hmm. she's not like – she will tell you what she's thinking. Like, her the opening line that she will always say to people is, I gotta say. And you're like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. But she has, like, such a strong sense of boundaries, and she's the most loyal friend a person could possibly have. If she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it. Mm -hmm. In a way that I do feel her, like, moral compass and center is so in in the right place in the way I don't think everyone – is ultimately. And mm-hmm. she's just the funniest person and the most compassionate person. That's many favorite things. I like that. Yeah. I like you talking about a moral compass because I feel like sometimes you're friends with a friend and you're like, I don't know if they're good in or their Or what's heart. their intention. Yes. yes. So and you're I, like, I like having margaritas with you, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I want to <laughs> tell you about like the addiction that runs through my family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's perfect margarita conversation. I mean, the twain meet for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure. What is June's favorite thing about you? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think she thinks I'm fun, probably, I would hope, and that I'm empathetic. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have a hard time ascribing myself compliments because I'm such a great person and I'm so <laughs> humble. I think we've just been kicking around together. We have the same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And it's such a special thing to have been friends for so long and go through so much of your life together since we were 17. And we're oh, only see, about 19 now, so it's crazy. It's only been two It years. is very crazy yeah. that two years feels like such a it long just time. does, yeah. So you met uh, your freshman year of NYU. Sophomore. Sophomore yes. year. Okay. Cool. How dare you? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Boy. Um, oh, she, Kimmy on the keys had to go back to type. Okay. What is something that you do that drives June crazy? I have no grasp on technology. Um, I think she's annoyed when I'm late or like I fuck up, you know, times and dates mm-hmm. and conference calls and phone. Just anything tech wise is not mm-hmm. great. I think she. More like from a, I think she rolls her eyes when when she sees me like try to befriend <laughs> toxic people. Drives mm. her crazy. She's like, why do you go in when people are crazy? Like that I'm such a people pleaser, I think bugs her. I also have a little bit of that issue where I'm like, but that person I had a really great time with. They did, you know, say a mean thing or two to me. That I can't shake. Uh, and uh, I got, maybe I got to hang out with them one more time to find out if they're actually this mean. Yes. And maybe <laughs> one more time. Uh-huh. And I'm definitely <laughs> spending time in therapy talking about someone I barely know because they made me feel bad. But it's just, yeah, not great. Mm-hmm. We're doing our best. And when you say you're not good with technology, what does that entail? Well, for instance, and I'm sure the younger listeners can relate, today mm-hmm. June was like, I said my phone broke. So I can't text anyone. And she mm-hmm. said, why aren't you texting on your computer? And I said, I didn't know we could. 
Oh. So that was hard. That was like a hard moment for us today. Oh, I see. I just found out you could text on the Okay, computer. okay. Yes. Yeah, apparently people seem to know it. I mean, I'm getting a laugh from the producer <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, it's hard. When your phone isn't working, you're like, well... That's it. I can't speak to the outside world. We're done. Right. I was like, and I'm done with myself even because I'm so mm-hmm. powered. Like the phone is powered down and so am I suddenly. Mm-hmm. But I also think that's nice to just. It was nice. Power down. It was. Disconnect. Just It had to be forced upon me, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Ooh, ooh, we're flying through these. Which one of you would do better on Survivor? June. Really? I would be dead in four minutes. (laughs) And truly dead, not like kicked off. Oh, you would pass right away? Yes. You'd be the first contestant that they said, oh no. Yeah, like I'm legally legally blind. I got um, an epidural when I was zero centimeters dilated, like Mm -hmm. not in labor. And Cedar sign, I had never seen that before. (laughs) And I just don't, I'm not cut out for that kind of thing. You're not wearing glasses, but you say you're legally blind. I've got a quite a quite a contact in there. Okay. I'm not even eligible to do like uh, LASIK? LASIK, but I could do cataract surgery. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I just am not gonna go the distance there Fair. without my comforts. Do you have astigmatism as well? No, but I'm a negative eleven. <gasps> wow. But what are you? I'm negative four in one eye and negative three in the other. Hmm, I've never nice. even heard of negative 11. Yeah, you never heard of those numbers no. spoken aloud. That's wild. Yeah, they go to a special shelf for me. How did you find out that you, well, obviously you couldn't see. but It just kept like going down, down, down every year. But luckily they've used a word that I'm proud to hear at the last two appointments, which is that I've stabilized. Does, oh, that means it's not getting any worse? For now. For but now. We're on borrowed time. I don't know what's happened since I've been there. Does that run in your family? Yeah, my mom had like, yeah, a little, but it's not amazing. I'm like so terrified that a natural disaster will leave me like using Coke bottles Mm -hmm. or like, Mm -hmm. you know, like (laughs) taking a side mirror on someone's car and Mm -hmm. fashioning it. Like I'll be dead. It'll just be like, save yourself. I feel like you should believe in yourself just Thank a you. little bit more. You know what I did put in all my earthquake kits is a ton of candy okay. and cigarettes. And I haven't smoked since 9-11, actually. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This will be end of days. Yeah, so why not I smoke want some cities? And I want some comforts of Starburst. Did you quit smoking because of 9-11? Yeah, like Or did like 9-11 kind of- happen because you quit smoking? <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> That's a less popular conspiracy theory, but I've been trying to tell everyone. Um, No, after 9-11, I just was like, you know how we are. I smoked so many cigarettes that day. Mm -hmm. And when I heard about what had happened the morning I was in New York, I had a strange reaction where I literally got my glasses on, marched Mm -hmm. to the convenience store, and bought arms full of donuts. Oh. Because I was like, this is it. Like, we're going down. Mm -hmm. And it it seems like... Yeah, I mean, I do struggle with food issues, but I was like, I, and and other people are just like connecting with each other on the streets Mm -hmm. and I'm just eating my donuts. Like, well, it was a good run. And at least now I know, you know, that's my choice right now. Mm, I see. I see. Can I go back to the traveling question? Yes. So you mentioned your bachelorette party. Do you have any other times that you guys have traveled together? Many. So we went on a road trip once to perform in South Carolina and June Mm -hmm. was always trying to save us a dollar, which I do appreciate because we had no money. But she would have us fly into cities, then rent a car, like fly past the city uh-huh. we were going to, <laughs> rent a car to come back, and then like have to go back and drop that car. And then I was, we were in such a bad fight. I don't even remember what was happening. And we're like, let's just put on some CDs. But she also gets annoyed. All my CDs were skipped. <laughs> like, you know, they were all like <laughs> They're so all scratched. They're all scratched, up. yeah. So we, we spent so much time in the car that we were listening to this musical theater because we're dorks. And we just memorized all the skips. Mm-hmm. And just, we knew when to, you know, and then, and then, and then, and then. And we just learned it together. So that was fun. I have a bonus question that's not on the sheet. Um... Do you guys, have you ever exchanged presents? Yes, many, many, many. Um, What is the best present June has gotten for you? Wow. The best present was, it's not that interesting though. Well, we got each other, I believe, astrological readings and we did astrological counseling together Mm -hmm. as a writing partnership. I don't know what this entails. Please. Look, you guys are going to be doing this soon. Okay. Um, 
we went to our astrologist and she did a counseling session with us based on the stars. Oh. And, you know, we are the opposite sign. So I'm Scorpio, Capricorn rising, June's Capricorn, Scorpio rising. So mm-hmm. she's like, you two are always like the opposite oh. forces from each other. And, uh, you know, Scorpio is like crazy. I know I sound insane and that's fine. <laughs> Scorpio is a pretty crazy sign and then Capricorn is very stabilizing. And she was like, in seven years, you guys are going to flip. And I was like, this is craziness. And we flipped. Wow. Here we are. I wonder if that's... Um, and June said, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you oh, off, no, but she, when we left, June's like, I feel I really have a lot more compassion towards you when I see your life through the stars. Oh, oh that's so sweet. That beautiful? I love that. Yeah, we got to take a look at things from different angles. Mm-hmm. Did that session help your writing process? I think it did because, you know, when you're writing with someone creatively, it is a marriage. Yes. And because we met so young, I mean, our friendship in many ways is more complex and deep than a marriage, Mm -hmm. as much as I obviously love my husband, but it's different. We write together. We work together. Mm -hmm. Our moms passed around the same time, like, unexpectedly. We both have two sons. There's been a kind of eerie overlap Mm -hmm. with our friendship that it's intense, but wonderful. I like that. I do think of my friendship with Sashir as a little bit of, or it's the closest thing I've ever had to having a boyfriend or a marriage or anything like that. Because she's someone I care about so much that, like, if we are disagreeing about something, I'm like, oh, I have to stop, step back, see maybe what she's seeing, but then also just ask her, like, what's happening? What's going on? Are we okay? Yeah. Because it's too important to Mm -hmm. kind of let it fray over something. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so what is, so let's see, what did I ask? What's the best present you June's, okay, so what's the best present you've gotten for June? Myself, probably, a, a <laughs> blessing, just <laughs> blessings and tidings in her life. Um, oh, I got it. This is the best, actually. Okay. So June was eight months pregnant with her second baby, so I threw a little sprinkle, just like a little, you know, those, it was like a 10 a.m. on a Saturday, a little mm-hmm. breakfast with eight friends. And then I said to her, listen, we need to go back to your sisters because there's a very meaningful, something meaningful is happening. Mm-hmm. And this is really bad, but I did kind of tee it up as though, like, I'd made a family slideshow for her. Like, there was going to be tears and, mm-hmm. like, you know, roped in family members and done all that. So we get to her sister's house, and there's only, like, seven of us there in a very small room. And I, a, a male stripper arrived. And he got down on June, eight months pregnant, in a way that it really took everyone's breath away. Uh-huh. It was a Sunday in the stark light, you know, and then he had to, of course, like, get his clothes together. Mm-hmm. He didn't bring music. It was just... Oh, no. It was a great gift, you know. That's honestly very funny. Yeah. I love that so much. Just like a nice Sunday afternoon, yeah. daytime male stripper. When you are, uh, you know, about to give birth. But also, wild that he didn't bring music. That was that was a problem. And, and I assumed he would, so I didn't have anything teed yeah. up. And of course he would. He brought a pizza, which <laughs> I had requested, but... <laughs> <laughs> I once had a male stripper come to my friend's bachelorette and he brought an empty pizza box. Okay, because mm-hmm. he, you know, these I, are props. I guess he got hungry. He got, oh no, I see what uh, you're saying. Who knows? Look, they, they're people too. They are people too. And they're too. fallible. And mm-hmm. last thing, actually, June for my bachelorette, and I hate to keep going back to that, but one time when we were like really, really, really stoned at like Coachella or something dumb. We were sitting, staring at this, like, light fixture, and I just said to her, out of, after a lot of silence, June, I want to marry a businessman. <laughs> and so, years later, I mean, I did, I sort of, did not really marry a businessman, but the stripper, she's like, we've got a businessman here, and she had told him to dress in a suit, which you would think isn't, mm-hmm. like, that hard to wrestle up, <laughs> but in fact, he was in fatigues. Oh, Hi! Dang. So back from her audition! I have to say, I love this audition look. <laughs> Thank you. You look beautiful. Thanks. You Hi. do look great. How are you? Hi. Hi. Yeah, I was supposed to be young. So. Look. Ah, so that's why you're wearing colors. Yeah. I was usually just I wear earth tones. will not want right here. Yeah, your overalls. You, you could be. You could have been in that audition room, honestly. <laughs> and why wasn't I? <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh, I get all angry. <laughs> you got to drive back and ask why Casey wasn't there. It would take <sighs> me so long. Okay, um, our last question is, uh, what do you hope you're both doing in 20 years? 
Oh, wow. I mean, I hope we're, you know, we still have lovers. And I think, I hope our friendship, not to be cheesy, but I, I felt it's gotten stronger. And we've always lived about three blocks from each other wow. over like 17 years. Wow. And I hope we're watching our kids, you know, grow and, and still in each other's lives in the, the most meaningful way that we are now. That's I'm a, a great, I'm a great person. About. Oh, I've mentioned like, <laughs> like planned communities before. Yeah. And it scares Nicole, but I like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the idea of having people you love Why? growing together yes. and like raising kids together. I, think I that's 100% great. agree. And that is so missing like from our culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is interesting that we don't choose to live near friends and help them raise children. Yeah. But I just don't know what my place would be in this society as a woman without a partner and no children. Would I be watching the babes? Would I be taking children for walks? Right. <laughs> I, I know you'd find your way, but I hear you. <laughs> Thank I you. I hear you. I hear you. Well, that's well, it. Okay. You're going to bring Miss June in? Yes. Okay. We're going to ask her. She's like, I hate her. Questions. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Welcome to Nadiata Island. This season on Nadiata Island. When we were new, they spoiled me. They even gave me a phone. But then, it's like I didn't exist. Don't take yada yada from your wireless carrier. Now with Metro, get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex. Free 5G phones when you join, same deals as new customers when you stay. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Just bring your number and ID and sign up for an eligible plan. After 12 months, trade in and get our best deals on select devices. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Why not grocery shop from the comfort of your couch? With Thrive Market, the no-junk-food-healthy grocery store, you can! Make Thrive Market your go-to for your grocery and household essentials. The convenience of getting everything online and quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time-saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. Use their on-site filters to curate your own shopping experience to make simpler, healthier swaps. So the filters I use are, I don't want gluten in my belly. So I say, no gluten, because gluten sometimes it hurts my tummy. So I say, less gluten, more not tootin', you know, because sometimes I get farty. Okay, save time and money as the Thrive Market member on every single grocery order on average. Customers save over 30% each time. I love how Thrive Market supports my life and grocery shopping habits. Ooh, they have a Thrive Market brand creamy peanut butter 16-ounce jar. And that's that's something I like. And then they have Thrive Market grass-fed organic ground beef. Oh, boy. It's so yummy and delicious. So save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash bestfriends. Thrivemarket.com slash bestfriends. Okay. <laughs> boop, 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 the second part of best in it. Wait, best. 
Damn. Besting Best, each other? Besting each other. Yes. <laughs> I truly can't remember the segment we created. This is a test. Mm-hmm. We're going to be grading you. Uh, but we just spoke to Casey Wilson, and now we're speaking to her. Oh, wait. I didn't have an intro for you. you sl- you're on Grace and Frankie. You host a podcast called How Did This Get Made? It's June. Diane Raphael. I said it correctly. I've been saying Raphael oh. incorrectly. Okay. And then Casey corrected me. Uh, again, me telling you a problem that you yeah. <laughs> would not have known about. <laughs> Here I was thinking everything was fine. No, but I mispronounced <laughs> your name don't earlier. Know my name. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I oh, have boy. accepted at this point I accept I actually really do accept both pronunciations. Mm-hmm. And I think people feel so badly when it's not um pronounced how it is it is supposed to be mm-hmm. pronounced, but I don't I genuinely don't care. Ah. You know, and yeah. I I don't know. I've had people say, and I think it's true, that it's important to struggle through a name and to mm-hmm. not make a name easier for people. But at the same time, I'm like, I like the, I like Raphael. I've heard it my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I truly have no Did your, negative feelings attached to it being pronounced that way. Did your parents, like, make a thing of, like, you have to have your people, your peers call you the right name? Not at all. Yeah. So I just don't, I've, yeah, I don't have any, yeah feelings about it okay but i said i know other people do when they're like i've been pronouncing it wrong i'm like it's really okay yeah yeah i had trouble with her name for a while because i saved it in my phone incorrectly i think it was <laughs> s-i and i was like sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-sis-s
And I was like not someone who had spirit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, or was willing to rally around like, we're in this together. I was just uh, scared and really lonely. Mm -hmm. And so my first reaction to her was fear (laughs) that she might rest her eyes on me and I would have to, (laughs) I would also have to engage on that level, like Mm -hmm. meet her at the energy level she was at, which was like, we're, we're the whole, the whole cast of this show is going out tonight. And I was like, no, (laughs) but, but when we did connect, which was in a clown class and her light really shone on me and she reached out to me. I was like, oh, now I understand what this warmth and in- inclusive, like, come into my circle. You're okay now. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. I know. I'll cry. I will cry. Like, <laughs> um, uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but just that that spirit of, like, come be a part of this was not was so um inclusive and so mm-hmm. just wanting people to feel great and that we were going to be okay together um and that we should have fun and i so i realized i had completely misjudged it and projected all of my mm-hmm. own fears on her damn that's beautiful yeah it's so <laughs> oh, beautiful cuz i feel like A lot of women grow up with the notion that there's only one woman who can rise above everything. So when a woman is nice to you after you've been inundated with all of those ideologies, you're like, well, nothing good can come of this. Mm -hmm. Why is she so cool and nice? Mm -hmm. I mean, when I met you, I very much was like, she's too cool. She's not going to want to be my friend and I'm going to I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to think I'm going to make her my friend. (laughs) It was a very conscious thing. I was like, she's cool. She's cool. (laughs) She doesn't talk much. She's cool. <laughs> well, that's how I felt too. Because you talk a lot, and I was like, I'll never. I felt like you. I felt. I was like, I'm not gonna match this energy at right. all. There's no space for me. Here. Yes, yeah. But there is. There I is. totally. And and it was such. I'm so glad that I didn't shut her down, mm-hmm. and that I um, allowed myself to to be included in her life mm-hmm. because. Once you are, and that's the other thing I realized, like, she would never let you go, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. Do you know how, how long do you think it took for it for you two to, like, click in a way where you're like, oh, like, we have a, a kinship or, like, past, like, oh, we're just classmates and, like. So the thing we bonded over immediately in that class was we had a teacher who, and when I say clowning, I mean like old school, we're putting on red noses. (laughs) We're not speaking. There's nothing verbal. We are doing full physical comedy. And we Mm -hmm. were in a class where every student had to sit, including the teacher, and you had to get up and make, as your clown, and make everyone laugh simultaneously, um, including the teacher. And you could not sit back down. Until that <gasps> happened. Oh boy, it's a lot of pressure. It was, <laughs> it was really a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would, I was up at night, just like, and I would try to plan things, but of course, mm-hmm. you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and her, your clown. I'm really going to go into this, but your clown was really like the essence of you, or mm-hmm. what was most raw about you. And her clown was really angry, mm-hmm. and my mm-hmm. clown was really shy. And, I mean, there were kids, there there were students in the class who were up there for 45 minutes, full body sweats, just like in puddles. Uh And we would all try to laugh because, but the teacher knew Mm -hmm. what was and was not authentic. And so, um, but this thing about this teacher was that she, we both felt was, kinder to the boys in the class. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. And we felt like she got them out of the ring of fire quicker. Mm-hmm. And like we felt she was much harder on us and and didn't think or didn't um, invest in the women. Mm-hmm. Well, women aren't funny. We well, all, we we all, all know, that. know that, but yeah. it's important to keep on saying <laughs> it. It really is because I worry people for that. <laughs> so 
we connected over that really, which was like we both loved doing comedy. We both loved the class mm-hmm. and the we thought the work was it's still to this day some of the best work I've seen was in that class. Yeah. So it's still I think it informed so much of what we ended up both doing and being drawn to, but it was also a source of like there's like active discrimination going on mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And we brought it to the school and sort of our so our first experience together was really uniting over questioning this institutional mm-hmm. power in this, this the space we were in. Um, wow, that's amazing that you brought it up. Yeah, truly. Was anything done about it? No. Mm. Um, I don't think so. God, I don't think so. I will say this. It does suck, but I do think that teacher was preparing you for the reality of being an actor because you just have to be funnier than men sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you go in. I've gone in for many auditions for Daryl where mm-hmm. they're like, I don't know. I guess it doesn't have to be a man. And then, you know, Daryl's a Daryl yep. when it's cast. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, why did we pretend? Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing that I learned from Casey, because I th- was working through my own internalized misogyny at that point, too. I think I probably needed Casey to be the one who was like, the women in our class are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. look at the work they're doing. And I was like, oh, oh. Like, I don't even know if I was on the my own journey at mm-hmm. what point, you know. So she was really the one... And continues and really, like, create a whole worldview for me, which was, like, women's stories are funnier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Women, What we're interested in, what we say, what we do is funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've always thought so, but I didn't have anyone mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. I love that. What's your favorite memory of traveling together? Oh, gosh. I mean, I know – She's going to have so much to say about that one. But (laughs) (laughs) so we were doing, we had a live sketch show called Road Hard and Put Away Wet. And we were booked. I think I handled like all of the admin and travel Mm -hmm. portion of it. And we were booked, I think, in Charleston. And we got off the airplane. (laughs) We were sitting. These were crazy times. Like just (laughs) heady, heady times. Like nobody had a functioning credit card. Mm -hmm. Phones were being shut off on the daily. It was like who has minutes left and and telling people to like forward all the calls to Casey's line and getting money from her dad. Like it was just a time of madness. Mm -hmm. And during that time of madness, we were booked at the Charleston Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. We get out. We're waiting for, the, like, the van to pick us up and the people to pick us up. And we're sitting out there, and I was like, Casey. And it was so hard to break to her. I'm like, I don't know if we're in the right city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm hot. And she was like, where are we now? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. But I just have the voice that I'm not feeling confident that we're in the right place. And we had to go up to a gentleman, I'll never forget, and simply ask, where are we? <laughs> where were like you? a crazy question to ask, but this is before, like, you we, could just check on your phone. Yeah, yes. before, like, you could find out, like, we had to ask someone, like, mm-hmm. where, <laughs> what what do you call this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> your understanding of where we are right now. Were you in the right place? <laughs> so, we were in the right place mm-hmm. overall, but we had flown mm-hmm. to, like, the airport that was much further away. Oh. So, they had sent, so there was some miscommunication, but I was like, when, when we had to really think about, like, what state are we in? <laughs> So, yeah, there were – it was a time where details were just, like, mysterious. It's just a scary feeling. Oh, I love it was that. a wild feeling. I was just like, I'm sober. Very sober. <laughs> Don't know where I am. Couldn't tell you. When I tour a lot in TSA, is like, where are you headed? I'm like, oh, uh – Mm-hmm. Uh, what does it say on that ticket? And then they're like, are you a terrorist? And I was like, I, if I was, what a bad terrorist. I don't know what I'm bombing. I you know, I'm going. no idea. I'll sit any plane. <laughs> I do that. I have that experience with drivers sometimes when they pick me up to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. And they're like, so what airport are you going to? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Whichever one told. says, uh, <laughs> says on your little sheet. Is there an email or yeah. something you can refer to? I can't be expected And sometimes to these they things. don't. And then I you're know. like, well, I guess I'll call the contact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your favorite thing about Casey? Oh. Um, 
There's a lot. I mean, Casey and I have known each other since we were 18. We've lived so – we've gone through a lot together personally and together professionally. Um, I think the thing that I love the most about her is how big her feelings are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How – like she loves so deeply and is so and feels so deeply and they're on parade, (laughs) you know? And, Mm -hmm. uh, I've learned so much about that and being okay with that in myself. But, but I love that about her, that, that there's, that she lives life feeling so much, um, and expressing so much, the good, the bad, the ugly, just all of it, um, I've found really, like, liberating to be around. Do you feel like it's rubbed off on you at all? Definitely. I mean, uh, not to get too much into our astrology and our signs, I mean, we've done full readings together to, to yeah. kind of understand it. But she's a Scorpio with a Capricorn rising, and I'm a Capricorn with a Scorpio rising. So an astrologist would say we're literally, like, getting from each other the exact things that we really need mm-hmm. and our lessons to, to wrestle with what's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Um, and I think that's true. I mean, I think she's really – she was also – one of the things I loved about her early on and why I'm so glad she – looked at me in that class and decided, Mm -hmm. like, I'm coming for you. And I had no choice (laughs) in the matter. But I'm so glad she did because um, she was ambitious to a level that I couldn't even – I was like, maybe I'll do Three Sisters off Broadway? (laughs) Like, maybe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm going to be on SNL. I'm going to do this. We're moving to L.A. We're going to be creating a show. It's going to go here. And I was just, Mm -hmm. like, along for that experience. And I was pretty ambitious, too, but but almost embarrassed about it. Or it was harder for me Mm -hmm. to to, like, step into because of, like, my background. I felt like that wasn't right or that I was taking up too much space. Mm -hmm. And so – to be with someone as a friend and also professionally who was so willing to demand to be seen mm-hmm. was very helpful for me. Yeah. And has totally, I mean, changed the course of my life. I love that. I love that too. <laughs> All these answers are so, so sweet, heartwarming yeah. and kind. I really do love talking about other people's yeah. friendship because there's a reason why people yeah. click and bond and yes. are together. Um, what is... Casey's favorite thing about you? Oh, gosh. You know, I think Casey thinks I'm, like, a very hard worker. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she appreciates – I mean, I think there's a lot more that she appreciates. I think one of the her, her favorite things about me probably is, like, the level of, like, intimacy we can go to and the mm-hmm. depth of the conversations and the sort of – exploration of feelings that don't scare me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like the big feelings that don't scare me that I, I hope she feels safe bringing to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've also both experienced a lot of grief in our lives Mm -hmm. and we really can connect on that. Um, And, you know, she lost her mom suddenly. I lost my mom suddenly a year and a half later then my dad passed away years later. So sh- we've had we've had children at the same time. We've had so much sort of death and birth mm-hmm. professionally too. Yeah. Um, that I think I've been able to – we've both been able to. But I think what she would probably say about me is – and what's so special about our relationship is we've both been able to really – I don't know, really not shy away from that. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Like we're like all there for it all, mm-hmm. you know. And You're not, not everybody can be. Friends. Yeah, not everybody can be. It's very it turns true. Turns out, very true. What is something that you do that drives Casey crazy? Oh gosh, <laughs> this is a hard one. I feel like I'm going to get this wrong. <laughs> um, what do I do that drives her crazy? Um, 
I mean, I think she thinks, well, I, I know she's disturbed. I don't know if it drives her crazy, but like, I know she's disturbed at the hours I keep that I'm like up at 5 a.m. Oh. And like, she, I think it sort of drives her crazy that I'm like, um, my work ethic. Be, even, by the way, hers is insane, mm-hmm. but I, um, and I don't think this is necessarily true, but I think she she always comments on me being just like a machine mm-hmm. of productivity. Okay. I, I'm not, that's not like a great answer because I can't think of like a tick or something that, I mean, not an actual tick. It kind of sounds like when you're doing a job interview and they're like, what's your worst quality? I was like, like, did I work too like, hard? I know. <laughs> I'm really struggling. I'm sure there are a million things. I genuinely don't know what they are. She's been a good friend to not reveal it to me. <laughs> or maybe you don't annoy her. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I doubt that's possible. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. Of course I know. She thinks I talk too softly. Oh. Yeah, like too quietly? Yes. Because oh. when I can like, I'm saying something. I'll go right here. And she's like, what are you saying? And then she said that. I'm like, I don't want to say that. And she goes crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which of you would do better on Survivor? Ooh. That's a tough one. I think I would. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I would. Mm-hmm. I think I'm – I have a – bit more access to my uh, now listen Casey would fight physically <laughs> and and has access to her primal self too but I believe um that I am more I have more endurance in like rugged conditions <laughs> <laughs> Casey's like four seasons or bust I love it what do you hope you guys are both doing in 20 years oh what a great question um I hope that we are both enjoying grown children and their health and our family's health. Um, And I hope that we're all together and enjoying life. And uh, I really, I, I want our families to be intertwined. I want to feel like, oh, we go on vacations together. We, our kids grow up together. Like we are um, a part of the same community and unit. And I was about to say, I hope we're working, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I want to be doing, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Longer fair. I'm in this, the longer I'm like, when can I get out? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, soul sucking. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Like, I know the retirement age is usually sixty-five, but mm, but maybe I, tomorrow. <laughs> maybe I never work like, again starting tomorrow. <laughs> and I just see. I I don't know. I don't want to be doing these hours. I don't. I don't know. It's long hours, long and days. you're away, especially if you're like she was in Atlanta for mm-hmm. two months. That's I'm sorry. It was. <laughs> It was such a. I had just gotten her here. <laughs> I got her to LA from New York, and I said, "My friend is here forever." And then she was like, "Bye, bye." <laughs> so sad. It was back to late night phone calls and being like, "When do you come back?" Oh, it made me so sad. Ooh, and then I came up with bonus questions. Okay, oh, what did we ask? If what does she? No, I skipped that with Casey by uh, accident. Okay, then we'll skip. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not good alone. You're doing great. You're doing great. I'm not good alone. No, you're doing such a good job. <laughs> Yeah, I added questions and skipped one. Yeah, I'm things thriving. have changed. I was gone for half an hour, and th- the whole show is different. Podcast. Uh, it's now called This is Hello. a webisode. <laughs> Hello, we like shirts. Um, okay, what is the best friend? Nope. What is the best gift you've gotten, Casey? Okay, so let me just say this: uh, gift giving is not one of my love languages. Okay, so um, let's. I am not a good gift giver. She's an excellent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I um I've struggled with it. I struggle with it with my husband. We have to talk about it in couples therapy. <laughs> it's not I didn't grow up getting mm-hmm. I, I don't same. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, oh, and I don't like stuff real like I just have trouble with mm-hmm. gifts. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm trying to think of what oh I remember and I don't know if she's gonna remember this, but when we first moved to LA, um I got her a coffee pot. Oh, okay. And I felt like that was 
setting her up for success here. <laughs> That's a very adult. I think yeah. Yeah, very, very adult. Yeah. Like you're gonna wake up in the morning and you're gonna want coffee. And you're yeah. gonna want coffee, and we can do that for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we don't have to be tied. In New York, we would we lived in St. Mark's in a studio apartment that was converted to a three bedroom. It was oh my so god! I couldn't put a suitcase oh down in my room. Whoa! Like, there was no. And Casey had a double bed, and you would just walk into, into the, bed. the bed. Like yep. wow. so. We had a Starbucks right around the block on 2nd Avenue, and that's where we got coffee every day. Mm -hmm. And I remember it being a big thing. Like, we live in L.A. now. <laughs> we do things in our homes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, her home was, like, a t terrible apartment on, on Coenga and, like, and the 101. Just, like, sitting on the yeah. yeah. It was not great. But mm -hmm. um, I think that's what I was trying to impart. Like, we can, we can make a coffee for I like ourselves. I'm Meaningful. Bad at gifts. I give people gifts that I want. I I get it. I like cards. I will always take mm, a card. I do like a nice card. Also my mom loved giving gifts and I saw how much work that was and I was like, not for me. It's not uh, for I me. I don't want that. That's a, that's a lot of work. And then when people go, oh, and you're like, your voice went too high. You're not happy about I this. I know. There's right. a formality to that mm -hmm. moment that I don't love. I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on the receiver mm, yeah. to behave a certain way. I'm yep. like, open this in your own time, <laughs> on your own dime. <laughs> on your own. <laughs> What's the best gift that Casey's given you? Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. Well, um, she just got me a reading with our astrologist, Heidi Rose Robbins, mm -hmm. that I really needed. Um and then she actually just recently got me. I'm also the domestic realm doesn't come easy to me. It feels like I have to really work at it. And so she framed a picture of me and my kids That's nice. from Halloween. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm so happy to have this. How did you do it? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what were the steps? <laughs> <laughs> It feels so far away to me. I'm like, how do people get all that done? <laughs> yeah, whenever I go to her house, I'm like, you did all this yourself? It's, it's crazy. She got a lampshade like up in the ceiling. Wow. I was like, how you do that? I like being but handy. You like it. That's I like great. It, yeah. yeah. Like making a home with my stuff that feels very like me. And I like the experience of being in that home. I mm -hmm. can't. Mm -mm. I can't, like, do it, though. It's yeah. very hard for me. It's very hard for me, too. I <laughs> had to get a decorator. I don't know how to do one thing. Oh, there's you, no you other come, option. You come and you do this with your fun hair? Come on. She's very cool. She's like, Nicole, that's really dope. I love Caitlin. Uh, She's great. That's amazing. That's money well spent. I think so. Absolutely. It makes me so happy. Okay, we got to get Casey back in here and go through those questions. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. Now we got June and Casey here together and we're going to do a speed round because children need to be picked up. <laughs> Lives need to be lived. Yes. <laughs> okay, we asked how going to end our friendship. <laughs> so scared. We asked how did you two meet and you both said clown class at NYU. Although June talked about how you guys were in different <laughs> Oh my god, I see already June <laughs> slamming me all over. <laughs> 
I guess intimidated is a good thing. It's like, you're so great. I'm scared. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Actually, not kind of. That's what it was. Oh, that yes. is. I'm so yes, sorry. That I you read were on. so wonderful. And June was intimidated by how inclusive and kind oh you were. That's so nice. And that and I you corrected. locked in mm-hmm. on her during clown class while she was silently, I guess, trying to clown and make everybody happy. <laughs> and June was like, I had no choice. I had to be Casey's friend. Yeah, and she's thankful no for that. That's correct. Uh, and then your favorite memory of traveling together. Casey said a bachelorette party in Palm Springs. Second day, June challenged everyone on how they presented themselves, which is my favorite thing because you were in here in a beautiful white suit. Thank you. We won't talk about it. So you're just like, everyone step at the what fuck What I'm up. wearing. Go on. No. <laughs> okay, but can I just pipe in here? Because I the second memory I had was about that trip when I told you when June was trying to rent mm-hmm. different cars. Yes. Yes. Oh, good. The comedy tour up. in Charleston. You didn't know if you were in the right city. Remember when we sat yes. in the airport and I was like, I'm not clear. I was like, I did South Carolina, North Carolina. We, were like, <laughs> we went to the wrong one. This is so fucked up. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about your friend? Casey said, good boundaries. <laughs> good boundaries. Very loyal. Well, loyal. A moral com- compass. Funny and compassionate. And June said, Casey, uh, Casey has big feelings. You love deeply, you feel deeply, and you live life with so much feeling and your ambition. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel the way you retyped mine sounded less enthusiastic. <laughs> but when you go back and listen to the podcast. I, I am sure. <laughs> thank you. Uh, what is your friend's favorite thing about you? Casey said, I think she thinks I'm fun, I'm empathetic, same sense of humor, and it's special to be friends for so long. June said the intimacy. <laughs> we have and that uh that Casey yeah. isn't scared by wait what yeah oh That's, that yeah. uh June isn't scared by big feelings uh and you've had so many similar things happen to each other at the same time nice uh what is something that you do that drives your friend crazy <laughs> Casey said I have no grasp on technology and messes up dates and times and anything technical and that June rolls her eyes when she befriends toxic people <laughs> Oh, and you can't see it, but both of them leaned back and cackled in unison, and it was perfect to watch. And then June said, uh, Casey's disturbed by the hour she keeps yep. and her work ethic. She's a machine. Don't like it. And that she talks too softly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a mean one. No one yeah. can hear you. <laughs> no one can. I hope people at home notice that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do better on Survivor. Casey said, June, that <laughs> she would be dead in four minutes. Actually, Jen. <laughs> June said, I would. I have more stamina and ruggedness in this condition, which is so funny. Oh, my And God. then this, you guys have the same answer for what yeah. you're both doing in 20 years. I hope we still, Casey said, I hope we still have lovers <laughs> and we're watching our kids grow. <laughs> and our friendship is as meaningful as it is now. June said, both enjoying grown children, their family's health, together enjoying life. Our families are intertwined, going vacation together the kids grow up same family and unit and then i ask bonus questions what is the best friend your or what is the best present your friend has gotten for you casey said astrological (laughs) readings for an astrological partnership you have the same you both mentioned capricorn you said that too no what is it capricorn Capricorn and scorpio Scorpio. Scorpio. yes opposite signs and then june said uh the reading with the astrologist uh heidi rose robbins you guys i i mean it doesn't seem you need any counseling through the stars but I would love to try yeah. it. But I don't know my rising moon because I have no idea what time I was Heidi born. Will take- oh. Well, you do need that. I have mm. no idea. Let's call some hospitals and drill down. Yeah, we do well, that. it doesn't say it on my birth certificate. That's that's strange. My birth certificate just says my name and that, like, I'm here. <laughs> it truly really says like, nothing. Three-date window. <laughs> yeah. They're like, she was here. Felt like she was here, here the whole time. I don't know. She's not still here. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> omnipresent. Oh, where are you born? Riverview wow. Medical Center in Red Bank, New Jersey. Can someone look at I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> yep, Red okay. Bank, New Jersey. We were just like, uh, we no did time. enough. Yeah. Yes. We got we're, most of it. Why do we need to know so exactly? <laughs> I don't know if anyone would know. Because uh, I think it was just my parents in the room. Because my, my... But does your mom have like a, any touchstone for a time, day, night? Well, she did. So I can't ask. Look and and look. Unless I, we, okay, and we I'm do, right there with you. We could look, do we a seance. We all have questions. And then I could during and the seance. That's what I want to ask. Ask what time I was born. She'd be like, "You wasted my time." <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to ask me. 
time you were born? We're getting to numbers and data <laughs> points? No. Wait, we gotta finish this. These kids oh, okay. need to be picked up. <laughs> what is the best present you've gotten your friend? Casey said June was eight months pregnant, so she That's threw so a breakfast. Uh, and then let her back home and miss letter that it would be touching and tearful. But then it was a stripper yeah. just right on a Sunday afternoon. June said gifts are not my love language. When we first got to LA, I got Casey a coffee pot. And I think I set her up for success that? here. <laughs> I don't, but I guess you, I owe a lot to that pot. That pot means a lot. Thank you. Oh, boy. It's strange when someone's like, that's the most meaningful gift, and you don't even recall it. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to. Right. Yeah. Maybe you were more today, aware of what But it did. I do think we're seeing the effects of it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm post-pot now. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys Thank you so, so much. That was so, so much fun. Sorry to run. No, please, go pick up your kids. Yeah. And you should have astrologer Heidi Rose Robbins on to do, she can work within a window. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Things, you might be between two signs, and that's. And she'll just, discuss that. Like, okay. And when she meets you, she will be able to tell also you. Also sort okay. of into it, what feels right. Kimmy on the keys. Can you write down that name? Yeah, Heidi okay. Rose Robbins. She'll tell you cool. a lot about this. Perfect. Thank right. you. This so will be nice. really fun. Thank you. Thank Bye, guys. If you want to ask us any questions, you can email us or call us. Uh-huh. Email us at nicoleandsashir at gmail.com uh-huh. or call us at 424 645 7 double boobies 00 3. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.